Hello, my friends. My name is Madge, and this is the MadgeCast, where this season I'm reading through my book, Be Less Crazy About Your Body. Because, you know, the world is offering up an endless smorgasbord of crazy for us these days, and the last thing we need to do is make it all worse by hating on ourselves on top of it. So today I'm reading out chapter three, which is called Our Bodies, Our Thoughts, Ourselves, in which we take a moment to look at some of the assumptions that many of us have about our bodies and how we look and what all that means about who we are in the world. Spoiler alert, it turns out most of those assumptions are complete bullshit and do not stand up to any kind of objective verification of facts. So let's consider letting go of these assumptions, eh? Trying some that serve us better? All right, so without further ado, our bodies, our thoughts, ourselves. Check out this picture of me on Ms. Pittsburgh Day, lo these many years ago. And then you see uh, the picture that's on the cover of my book. I'm in a vintage bathing suit, sort of waving at the camera a little bit. In all my chubby glory, how do I look? There will be a variety of reactions to this, from damn girl, you fine, to ow, my eyes. And every single one of these reactions is fine. Not one is inherently right or wrong. Evolutionary psychologists and boring magazine articles like to trot out things like waist-to-hip ratios and symmetrical features as evidence that beauty preferences are genetically encoded. And maybe they are on a macro scale when you aggregate thousands of responses into one pie chart. But in practice, on the individual level, the whole beauty thing is clearly just a matter of personal taste. And there's not always a lot of rhyme or reason to it. Who among us has not gotten with at least one person who caused a hearty WTF to ripple throughout our social circle. And what about the fact that many conventionally attractive people still seem unappealing? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder means quite explicitly that beauty is entirely subjective. Another way of saying this is that every position on this slider is a valid response. And here you see a slider that my husband made for me using his software developer toolkit <laughs> that uh, slides between damn girl you fine on one end and ow my eyes on the other end. That's how it is with all opinion-based questions like how awesome is chocolate cake really or who is the man? Nothing can be proven. It's a simple question of where you put yourself on the slider. This is not the most groundbreaking concept but lots of times we seem to have a hard time remembering it when we think about how we look. We tend to act like our attractiveness can be scored on a pass-fail basis. We think stuff like, there is no way anyone will ever want me with these thunder thighs, as though there were some inescapable algorithm of hotness at work in which thunder thighs does not equal doable. But seriously, don't you know some people with thick thighs who are super hot? I do. Tons of them. Untold numbers of thunder thighs having people get laid every single day on this planet. Looking at our thoughts and feelings, we think the equation is true. 
But looking at reality, we see that it is false. In fact, the whole concept of expressing beauty in mathematical terms is false. This is something we easily understand when talking about other people. We know our friends are drop-your-shopping gorgeous, even if they don't look like movie stars. But for some reason, we have a harder time applying this to ourselves. We judge ourselves much more harshly than we do anyone else. And this right here is the disconnect that makes us crazy about our bodies. Because it doesn't make sense, right? I mean, if any position on the slider is valid, then why would we camp out at the ow my eyes end? I think it's because we forget that we get to position ourselves wherever we want on this and every other subjective slider in existence. That's why it's called subjective. You are the subject, the big boss, the totalitarian decider of what your opinion is. And your opinion is allowed to be, damn. Stop and let that sink in for a minute. There is no objectively true answer to how do I look. Just a bunch of choices and you get to pick which one is valid for you. There's no checklist that you have to measure up to. No one's approval to get. You just have to cozy your own mind up to the idea that you might not be so awful after all. Put another way, you can train your brain to think nicer thoughts about yourself. It's allowed, even encouraged, and important because your mind is an amazingly fertile place and whatever you plant, be it happy little flower or mean old weed, is going to grow and grow and grow. Moreover, this, this lush little place is entirely in your care. Remember the little prince zooming around the galaxy on his asteroid, caring for his rose? That's you and your mind. If you let it go haywire, it and you will be a hot mess. But if you put in a little time to clear out the rubbish and sing to the flowers, things will stay a lot nicer up there. Some call this process of cultivating helpful thoughts and weeding out unhelpful ones positive thinking, but I prefer the term mental hygiene because I think it's more accurate. You're not pretending or denying anything about reality. You're just performing a little light agriculture on your mind grapes. And this is crucial, not only to help you feel less crazy, but because you owe it to your fellow humanoids. If you let yourself think a bunch of garbage, then sooner or later your mind will be more like the Pacific garbage patch than the secret garden, and you'll be leaking grossness all over everything around you, which I'm sure you don't want to do. Good mental hygiene makes good citizens. Keep Earth tidy. What I'm talking about here is not the same thing as the secret-style magical thinking. I'm not saying that wishing for something is always enough to get it, or that thinking nice thoughts in and of itself will solve our problems, or that we have control over every single thing that happens to us. I don't know enough to say any of that. I'm not sure anyone does. But I do think that our thoughts have more creative capacity than we typically realize or acknowledge. So often we walk around thinking stuff is happening to us and there's nothing we can do about it, but that's almost never true. Stuff does happen to us, sure, but there are always choices to be made, and there is power in those choices. What's more, I think we as a species are just now waking up to this. 
taking our first wobbly baby steps into figuring out how much of shit happens is up to us. How much can we create with intentionally positive thoughts and actions? We're just now starting to explore this question. So this whole project of learning to cultivate productive thoughts and abandon hurtful ones is not just a good way to feel and be less crazy about our bodies. It's also a massive experiment in human possibilities. How powerful are our thoughts? We do not even know. So let's find out. So this chapter kind of sums up my life philosophy. Uh, I really do believe that one of the greatest human superpowers is our ability to shape our own thoughts. It's our ability to choose the story that uh, our lives add up to to perform agriculture on our own mind grapes whenever we want or need to. And that power can be used for good. Like when you ask yourself when you're in a bad situation, what am I learning from this in an attempt to reframe it? Of course, that power can also be used for ill. And that's kind of the default in what we're talking about, right? Like by default, we're taught to think negative thoughts about our body. So to flip that and to uh, decide to abandon those hurtful thoughts and put more energy behind loving ourselves and appreciating ourselves, it's a huge deal. Uh, We can choose to look at ourselves in any way we want to, so why would we not choose an empowering and lovely way? At least to the extent possible. So I'm wondering what you think about this. Um, If you have some thoughts or questions that you want to share with me, you can email me at belesscrazy at gmail.com. I will talk to you next week. In the meantime, I hope that you can shape your thoughts about yourself with some love and some kindness because you deserve that, girl. Get off the internet also if you can and stay strong.